to the voice cast. We're taking a look at the voice actors of your favorite animated characters and deciding which one's the best, the worst, and the weirdest. I'm your host, Justin, and with me is Will. Nice to see you again, everyone. Happy 2020. Happy new decade. How many new hopes do you have in this uh, virus apocalypse? Yeah, how many of you are still alive? <laughs> we wouldn't know. We don't got that many viewers anyways. But, um... We are dealing with, in honor of the Sonic movie that came out a lot longer ago than it should have. Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Or Eggman, as you would put it. Dr. Eggman. Well, who is Dr. Eggman? Dr. Eggman, in most cases than not, in different canons, is usually the evil doctor that has appeared on the planet of Mobius, planning to enslave the native people and create a giant robot civilization where all natural life is consumed for the advancement of technology. Our first one is for... Long John Silver. I mean, Long John Baldry. The first ever voice iteration of Sonic the Hedgehog from the 1993 Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course there's a robotic day! I just declared it one minute ago in honor of myself! Snooping as usual, I see. Pingus, Pingus, who will dine on Hedgehog Stew today? Oh God, I enjoyed this rendition a lot more than I was because this show is garbage. Now I grew up in the YouTube poop scene, so I knew the YouTube poops before I knew. Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, because I was born in 95, and 93 was way a bit too far past my time. Very fair. Um, Same thing with our follow-up act, Jim Cummings. Also, same year for the more serious cartoon, Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, these two renditions have to be compared. Yeah, they are exact competitors. Same time... Same animation block. Actually, no. Completely really? different blocks. Huh. I have the I have the whole history right here. So, originally, Sonic Sat AM, which is the one with the more scary and evil Jim Cummings robotic, was originally going to be the first American-produced Sonic animated series. And Deke, the company who produced it, had to deal with ABC to play it on weekends, Saturday mornings. Hence, sad I am. Exactly. But Deke wanted to be a little bit greedy. They wanted early syndication in order to get the maximum amount of people watching the show as possible. So they didn't only want on weekends, they wanted on weekdays as well. But ABC said, fuck you, we're not doing that unless you make another Sonic show that is completely different. And thus we have the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. As a matter of fact... Jim Cummings was the voice of Eggman in the Adventures pilot, but because the voice recording got moved up to Canada... And Jim Cummings is an American actor, who at the time was mostly doing Disney stuff, which is based in California. That's why Adventures has a whole bunch of Canadians and Brits, which Long John Baldry is actually a British man, and you wouldn't even tell from hearing him do Eggman. Really, the only thing that people would actually know him from is 
Captain Capacitor from Reboot, and Captain Jean Lafitte from Sabrina the Animated Series. Or his apparently very successful music career, which I've barely dipped my toe. I mean, I'm I'm too young to understand who this guy is. I mean, maybe if I ask my mom or somebody, she might know, but... Oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't expect uh, a British man's first name to be Long. Unless Long John Silver was a hyphenated first name or first middle name. I don't know, Brits are weird. Baldry's voice acting work is like an iceberg. I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff under the surface that we have no idea about in terms of his music career, but that's not what we're talking about today. His voice is pretty straightforward for the egomaniacal, full-of-himself, evil Dr. Eggman, Ivo Robotnik. One little subtle thing that I like about him is that he really likes to roll his R's. Just emphasizing that narcissistic thing about it, where it's just like, I have to show by my voice just how smart I am. Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Ah, that's a good one. Thank you. I've been practicing. This character shows how versatile Eggman is. You can see him being intent, serious, and scary, just like Jim Cumming, but he can also be, down to the lowest tier, a really stupid kitty villain. The people who try their hardest to be evil and vicious and mean, when they fuck up, they found they sound fucking hilarious. Yeah, and his voice <laughs> helped define a genre in a decade, an era of YouTube content. You might compare it to Bowser, who is also a very narcissistic, angry villain. But I can't imagine Bowser, say for example, pretending to be Santa and trying to steal all the world's presents. I don't know. Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I quite literally in the first episode is, If I wanted to have my feet licked, I'd say so. Now lick my feet. There's definitely a gray area there. Yeah, no, that, that show's fucking bazonkers. Then again, everything Deke touches is fucking bazonkers. <laughs> I would say bonkers, but that's Disney. Hell! Touche. Um, Speaking of Disney. Uh, hold on. There was an episode I watched that I just wanted to articulate just how fucking insane and perfect of a cartoon villain this is. Was him wanting to die on hedgehog stew today? No. So, there's an episode where a songwriter makes a song about... Yay, Sonic, boo, Eggman. And Robotnik hates it because it's all about Sonic and not about him. So his plan is to make a robot whose goal is to destroy all music. And the way that the robot does this is that Eggman programmed this robot to feel pain when he hears music. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just like go destroy all music okay okay because i want my fucking migraine to stop that's that's the robot's motivation in this he just wants the pain to end <laughs> welcome to our party ah! oh god so good which is weird because when, when Dr. Robotnik talks sometimes, he sounds like he's singing when he's talking. But the way that he trails upon his words, he sounds like he's weaving a song as he's talking. Eggman sings in this episode and the robot's like, oh, this doesn't bother me because it's not music. 
talking about a singer, by the way. That's the hilarity part. Little lack of hilarity, we go into the darker, grittier Sonic the Hedgehog Sat AM cartoon. the legendary Jim Cummings. Most famously, the voice of Pete in almost everything Disney. And Darkwing Duck. Legendary. Absolutely. He is a Disney staple. I mean, hell, beyond Pete, he's also several things in the Disney universe because he's just so versatile and so lovable as a character. Like Winnie the Pooh, Tigger... Even doing the rival animation company, he played the original. Ta- he played Taz in the Looney Tunes show in 2011. He's been doing Taz a lot longer than that. Oh yeah, he also voiced Jonah Hex in the motion comic, which is strangely in character for him. That is appropriate. Who is? Oh man, is he? Ooh, ooh, he's gritty. <laughs> it it really is. That grittiness, the sliminess of some underground-dwelling, maniacal, maniac genius with a robot army. The voice is good, don't get me wrong, but it's definitely not my favorite. I mean, one thing that I one thing that I was thinking about is that this guy is not nearly as developed as Baldry, ironically, a show that is not meant to tell a compelling story. And that, of course, is because a lot of the focus is on Sonic and the other Freedom Fighters. Yeah, no. Eggman takes a real backseat to the inner dramas of the Freedom Fighters and Sonic. Yeah, and I was just kind of thinking this. He might be the least capable Eggman compared to all of these. Then again, he's he's one of the few Eggmans that has to deal with the whole ass army. Yeah, but also, I look at his assistant, Snively. First of all, wonderfully portrayed by Charlie Adler, as always. Mm-hmm. But it seems like that this character does everything for him. He's the... I haven't seen a lot of the show, but it seems like he makes up all the plans, and it's not too far of a stretch for me to assume that Snively also came up with all the robot technology, but Eggman is just so intimidating and such a large mass of a person. Now, mind you, the man is fucking huge, but he's also... the He also has the strength of a titan. You, you'd think that him having such a big, portly body and scrawny arms that he'd be weak. No, he is a fucking powerhouse. For no reason. Which, by the way, both of these cartoons make the mistake of giving Eggman dark black eyes and red pupils. Meanwhile, in the games, the man was wearing goggles. Because he's a, you know, he's a pilot. He pilots his own mechs. You know what? I didn't even think about it, but... Yeah! <laughs> yeah! The designs are just that good that I'm just like, oh yeah. And to finish off our 1990s trilogy, we have Gary Chalk, who voiced Eggman in Sonic Underground, where it kind of combines the stature and the attitude of Sonic the Hedgehog Sat AM with the energy and the presence of Adventures of the Sonic the Hedgehog. Now, if the 
uses their secret weapon, they'll be in for a big surprise. <laughs> hedgehog? It's a blasted hedgehog! Could it be them? If it is, the prophecy. They're still out there! Then I'm declaring war on the resistance! Oh yeah, I've got that in my notes too. It's a good balance, and completely came the hell out of nowhere, because this guy, as far as I know, could tell, has not done all that much, and before this, he was Grounder in Adventures. Mm-hmm. So he really moved up in the world. Yeah, he got a promotion, dude. He got a big-ass promotion. Though, when it comes to things that he's been in, mostly it's... He, he was Optimus Primal in Transformers Beast Wars, but that's as far as, like, the most... Uh, unless you're a fan, like me, of Ruby Spears' Mega Man cartoon, where he's Guts Man. Oh, man. We gotta talk about Mega Man sometime. Yeah, I really want to talk about... The weird about... thing is, he's in a bunch of fucking video game cartoons! Like, he was in Dragon Warrior, Captain N, Double Dragon... He's like the Uva Ball of voice actors. He's like the Uva Ball of video game cartoons. <laughs> it really says something that his best work is Optimus Prime, who everyone knows as being voiced by Peter Cullen. Of the three 90s cartoons, I have the most experience with Gary Chalk. Mind you, I played Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast, but when I was really young, my mom would take me to her job. And she had a little antennae satellite television that only got basic cable. So I would, on the rare occasion, watch, whenever they would have it, Sonic Underground episodes. And that was like my first real delve into Sonic the Hedgehog. That wasn't me playing my Dreamcast and asking my dad, why don't the mouse move right? <laughs> Critical from a young age. Also singing the, um, uh, the Ruins theme song, which just sounds like Chile Hum! <laughs> Chile Hum! Oh, yeah! Sonic is weird. Very. And that would be the last American-produced Sonic property until Sonic Boom 15 years later. But before we get there, we have to talk about... The movie! who was done by Edwin Neal. <laughs> it's been a long time, hasn't it? Good to see you again, Sonic. Now, Sonic, I've got the upper hand. This is about the entire planet of freedom, so you better do as I say. I, Dr. Robotnik, scientist extraordinaire, have finally completed my greatest invention ever. I call it the Hypermetal Sonic. <laughs> Sonic will never again be a pain in my egg! Who really didn't do much? I mean, I... Of, of the things that he's in, I only know him from probably one of my favorite things ever, but he's the MC from King of Bandits Jing. I thought you'd pick up on that. You're a big fan. Dude, King of Bandits Jing is fucking epic, dude. <laughs> First of all, we talked about... Martin Burke, who played Sonic before in our pilot, who was awful. We both agreed to that, I think. Yes. I like Edwin Neal. I think he does a good Robotnik. 
Oh no, he definitely plays a good robot, Nick. It definitely helped, because villains are a lot more fun to play. I mean, all in all, he does kind of tone it back a bit, being a more comedic villain. But in his being more of a comedic villain in a really more lighthearted cartoon, until they introduced, you know, Metal Sonic, because that shit was fucking metal, no pun intended. <laughs> he, he played Eggman good. He played Eggman being silly, but also evil. Who's a long schemer, but does a lot of obscure things. If I could say one way that this guy stands out, it's that he is the only one of the voice actors that we're going to be talking about today that fits the classic Eggman design from the games. Yes, because he's the first one to implement that those are shades, not black irises. But also the voice is just the perfect balance of kind of threatening and also goofy. I've seen the videos of like, oh, you're playing the original Sonic the Hedgehog and all of a sudden Long John Baldry is just one troublesome teenager had maybe tear every hair off the top of my head and I'm like, okay, So fine. he sounds like the school principal. Yeah, like you're memeing, but at the same time it's like, what? You say memeing, but then you look at his profile picture on behind the voice actors and he looks like <laughs> he's just given that troll face. He's just a good dude. He knows what he did. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> I was... <laughs> you know that scene in Sonic Generations where at the end, spoiler alert, Eggman and his younger self are in the void just kind of talking to each other? Yep. I just had this funny thought the other day about how funny would it have been if they got Edwin Neal to reprise his role to play the classic Eggman? I would have dug it. That would have been so dope. Not as dope, though, is Dean Bristow uh, from the Sonic Adventure games. I am Dr. Robotnik, the greatest scientific genius in the world. Well, if it isn't my pal Sonic, I'm surprised you made it this far. Get a load of this. Oh, no, it was a dud. I can't believe this. I will make you all pay for this. You fool. Away. Before I make mincemeat out of you. Get a load of this! I actually experienced him in Sonic Shuffle before I played Sonic Adventure. Because I loved Mario Party. And when my friend told me that there was a Sonic game that was like Mario Party, I played the shit out of that game. I didn't know how the fuck to play because I was a stupid <laughs> baby kid. I was a stupid baby kid at the age of like four? Honestly, I think my dad got it for me because it was Sonic and it was cartoony and I was a kid. But it's also funny because at the same time, he also got me the game Blue Stinger, which fucking scared me as a child because it's an action, shooty, blow, bloody, gory game with body mutilation and the voice of Dean Bristow as the guy, as Dogs Bower, the teammate that you meet in the early, in the early parts of the game of Blue Stinger. I never played, is it good? The game Blue Stinger was actually very good. I just couldn't appreciate it. I'd say it's more like classic Resident Evil as compared to Silent Hill. It's more Resident Evil, but it's a little more action-oriented. It's pretty oh, good. Okay. They even have a really obnoxiously fun Christmas level. Obnoxious. Okay. For those for those anime fans, if you watched Paranoia Agent, he was Masami Hirokawa. So, <laughs> he's not good. He sounds like he's having fun, though. And you can tell he's trying. Early on, he's attempting to go for the deep and threatening like Cummings. He's trying to go for Cummings, but he ends up acting like Baldry. 
Especially when he does nothing but repeats voice lines like, Get a load of this! You know what they say! The more the merrier! You know what they say! You know what they say! You know what they say! He just loses a lot of traction. Well, yeah, that's what you have to expect with a video game. Especially since, during this time, during this time, Sega was awful at audio. Oh, yeah. I mean, for most of the Sonic Adventure games, you, you could barely... If you isolated the audios, he'd be loud as shit. But because they're playing their butt rock, Sum 41, or whatever the fuck the band is called, the music overrides the voice acting. It made it harder for the audio designers or the audio directors because sometimes they'll just start talking over each other. And that's because I don't think that they heard the voices over the music. Doesn't help matters if he's also compressed as shit. Well, yeah. Blame the directors for that. I am Dr. Robotnik! I'm going to take over the world! I have four Chaos Emeralds now! Unless he's screaming like, Get a load of this! Get a load of this! Get! 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 I mean, have you played Sonic Adventure 2 recently? Yes. Oh god, what's what's the what's that song everyone really likes? City Escape? City Escape, that's it. I love that song, but if you play the first level of it, it is completely overshadowed by the sound effect of him fucking scrapeboarding down San Francisco. Ugh, like nails on a chalkboard. I don't want to transition to Mike Pollock with nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> well, now that you mentioned Mike Pollock... Mike Pollock, everyone! voice of Robotnik, but also, other than Jim Cummings, probably the most famous person on this list. And the best thing to come out of Sonic X. Hey, Dan Green Knuckles. Hentai Knuckles. Did he last? Well, I mean, he is a notable, you know, Dan Green is Dan Green. He's a legend for a reason. But I, I say Hentai Knuckles because Dan Green did Hentai. In the same voice that he did his knuckles, so no, hentai knuckles. So I immediately forget that whenever I realize it, and then it just comes back to surprise me every time. Now, mind you, surprisingly, when it comes to Mike Pollock, my favorite of his voice acting was actually his role in the 2002 Berserk dub, where he played Captain Adon. It proves that Mike Pollock, while being comedic as shit, he could play Shakespearean titles. There's one thing that I think we have to address first, and that is that Dean Bristow died in 2005, right before Sonic X's dub came out. Coincidentally, Baldry also died in 2005, but that's unrelated. They combined their life forces to create Mike Pollock. <laughs> that is true. Uh, but people have theorized that, oh man, Pollock's replacing Bristow because of his death. Mike Pollock has gone on record saying that it was not related at all. Sega just wanted different direction, and they wanted new voice actors, all for the better, honestly, because I I like the four kids' voice actors. I think Jason Griffith is, well, was at one point my favorite Sonic. Fun fact about Mike Pollock, 
He also voiced uh, Master Shin in The Little Panda Fighter, a Kung Fu Panda knockoff movie. You'd think, wow, how the might you'd think how the mighty have fallen, but then after that, he just continued to do great things. Yeah, it's it's just another thing. He's also the new dubbed voice of Caillou's dad in 2017. Huh? They rebooted Caillou. They rebooted. No, I think they just changed. No, yeah, they rebooted Caillou. I didn't know this was a thing. I just found this out. And they only have two people on the voice acting list. Three people. One narrator and two voice actors. Lori Himes and Mike Pollock. Everyone else is a mystery. Well, we cannot go down this rabbit hole right now. Another time? Question mark? I hope not. I don't want to touch Caillou. Oh. Uh... <laughs> well, I don't. No one does. That show fucking sucked. Yeah, Mike Pollock. You all know who Mike Pollock is. He's been the longest Eggman. He has the most portrayals of Eggman. He is the... He is what people would think as the ideal Eggman voice. He combines the seriousness of Jim Cummings, the silliness of Long John Baldry, and the just overall smooth way of doing things with Gary Chalk. He's the best of the or he's the best of the classics. And he couldn't have done this on his own. In an interview that I watched, which if you guys want to know, just Google I am the Eggman interview from the YouTuber Find the Computer Room. Shout out to I am the Computer Room. Pollock goes on and on about how he would have been lost without his producers and directors who helped him really shape his voice. Like, the inspirations for the Eggman voice that were suggested by the director was kind of a combination of a Martin Short character called Jiminy Glitt and Frank Nelson, an actor on the old Jack Benny show. He was the guy who influenced the guy on The Simpsons who goes, Yes! But overall, it was still Pollock doing this. It was his voice that they were crafting. I don't know if people are going to feel a little bit bummed out that I said this, because I think that people like to have that easy answer that Pollock's a genius, and he came up with this fantastic, unique voice all on his own. But Mike Pollock is also a man who is very, very humble. He openly stated that if it wasn't for his directors and his friends in the industry... He would not have. He would not have been as successful as he is now. He just comes off as this really nice and humble guy, and more importantly, especially in the entertainment industry, he knows his place. He understands he needs to listen to his directors in order to come up with a good performance. He is a class act, a rank professional, and he plays the he plays the part outside the booth, inside the booth, and on his social media too. My favorite being his, um, uh, he called up a scammer that was trying to scam him. Ours and Romeo, or ours and Romeo? And it just shows so much more that when Sega rebooted the voice cast again, moving out of Four Kids, Pollock was able to re-audition, and he got it again. And he has been doing it for nearly 20 years at this point. Also, shout out to his podcast where he was voicing Eggman. He had the actors for Sonic and Shadow on his podcast. 
God, Mike Pollock is just such a good, amazing person. I love those kind of performances where the voice actors are so self-aware of the situation. I mean, you say self-aware, but Sonic Boom, yes, self-aware. Might I remind you of the Dreamcaster episode? The Dreamcaster? Wow, that's a really dumb name. Personally, I think that the Sonic Boom cartoon was the best thing for Eggman. Because by downplaying the action for more of that self-aware comedy, Eggman goes completely evolves from from just being just a kind of goofy villain to the annoying neighbor and he is perfect at it i mean considering they're not going by him being a planet dominator from another planet he seems like he's a natural to his location he's just not an animal but some would argue that humans are just animals so it kind of makes sense oh fuck you <laughs> but not while we're at it don't go philosophical about... on me well best worst and weirdest for eggman weirdest gary chalk because you know i really really like him worst dean bristow sorry <laughs> mate is that it you just really like him that's why he's weird well it's a matter of is that I why you like... like me because i'm weird no it's a matter of i i jim cummings is a a, a classic voice of my childhood and long John Baldry to an extent, because I grew up with the YouTube poop community. And I grew up on just loops of pingus, 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 and thought was that was the modern day of I shit you not. He turns himself into a pickle, and he calls himself Pickle Rick. Funniest shit I've ever seen. That's like the the, the original like of that. Just of Eggman going pingus, pingus, Snoop pingus, and I thought that was the funniest shit. So both iconic voices were me growing up and Gary Chalk, also a voice of my childhood. It's strange because I love them all, but I like him the most, but I don't want to put him, I want to put him as a notable, but I don't want to put him as the worst or the best because the best is still Mike Pollock to me. Mike Pollock evolved Eggman beyond anything that anyone would have thought. How about you? I can't say it any better myself. Best is Pollock, worst is Bristow, and weirdest is Gary Chalk. I guess you could say, uh, you could separate the difference between a good Eggman and a bad Eggman with a firm line of chalk. I thought you were going for good egg, bad egg. No, that's just a bad yolk. We'll definitely be seeing you guys next time. Good having you. Hope to see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.